Welcome back, I'm Kim Bailey, she's Juliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we're going to look at a case study about getting a job after redundancy. That's right. What we're going to do is talk about, you know, we have actually covered this topic in the past. We talked about things, how you get prepared, how do you have a, the right CV, you search what you want to do next, it's an opportunity to start a new chapter, etc how to line up your referees, list of your achievements, keeping in touch with your network and, and all of those things. And what happens is most of the time as people get made redundant, initially they feel pretty bad, despondent, rejected, etc. And and that's absolutely normal. However, this sort of feeling has to be pushed through, process it, and then push it through, and then go on to, to see what happened. And it never ever goes to plan hardly. This case study, I think, will show you some of the things that a lot of people can relate to. Let's talk about the case study we will call the person Jack. Jack worked for about 10 years in, in an organisation and an organisation that um, he was very happy with, he performed really well with. However, this organisation has um, faced some uncertainty and some challenges and they had to have some redundancies. So Jack was made redundant. So Jack obviously went through all those feelings that everybody goes through and then he went on to start applying for jobs, very well prepared, very focused, very positive. It took quite a few months and he wasn't even getting any, <laughs> any interviews. Mm. Eventually, after six months, he got some interviews and the interviews went really, really well. But then the interviews did not actually lead to an actual job. He continued to keep his confidence up, but it was quite difficult at times. So what he did during that time was focus on the fact that it is a timing thing and it is not him and to, to read and educate himself and get himself some statistics to show that, you know, there will be an opportunity coming up. Anyway, he continued with this. Then he got a job. He got a job in a sort of related industry and two months in that job he was really happy he felt it was a good fit everyone in the organization that he works with got on really well he liked the culture he liked the organization etc and was getting very very good feedback from his supervisor another two months went and he's starting to you know make a, a lot more inroads and grow in that job and something went wrong again <laughs> Yes, you guessed it, more mm. redundancies. Again, this company went through more challenges, different challenges to the other one. And being one of the most recent on was the first off. Yeah. So it hit him hard and he went on and didn't know what's going on. It's too soon, everything was going well. Anyway, he picked himself up and again went through all those things that we talked about and he has practiced before and, and it yielded that. He particularly focused on keeping his network up, keeping his education or like just more skills up to date, etc. And then one day he decided, you know what, 
I, but he, he heard on the grapevine there is a project going on in his original organization, the one he's been 10 years with. He had mixed feelings about that, whether he will go there, is it worth going there, can he go there? But then he decided when he read the project, he was passionate, he knew he could head the road running, he knew he could do it. And as luck will have it, in one sense, the period of him being away from the organization, there's a period where you can't come back or you can come back as a consultant, etc. So from a legal aspect, he was able to get back. He didn't apply for the job. He actually got in touch with the person who was running the project who he didn't know before. They knew to that organization and put this case forward. In doing that, he then called upon his network, that past and present, and got some references and showed how he managed since the time and how much more he had to offer the organization with all the inside knowledge that he had before. And so he was shortlisted, he went for interview, he did really well, and he's got a job. He's got the job on a contract, it was a contracted job, six months, with a view to extend an opportunity for permanency. So that was a really, really good outcome. And I guess why I thought this case study is a good one is because I think most of us will not really go back to an organization with this sort of um, time lapse and think to themselves, no, too new, they made me redundant or whatever, whatever. But don't forget the benefits of that. Don't forget how powerful it is to have so much that you can offer and you put your feelings aside and you concentrate on the opportunity. To me, that is the takeout from this exercise. I've been writing down a few things that resonate with me while you've been talking. And, and for those of you who probably haven't guessed so far this this recording we're doing remotely so we're not in the same room as we usually are so she was allowed to talk without seeing my reactions <laughs> continuously for that period of time so, so that's it she doesn't get another chance now <laughs> first and foremost because this is a, a topic of redundancy as a topic has been something that I've been involved with for a long time and even in the the most recent couple of months in talking about redundancy as a situation, let's say. What we always have to remember, whether regardless of which side we're on in the redundancy activity, is that redundancy is about a position, not about a person. And so when a, an organisation makes a position redundant, they make the position redundant. And yes, someone's in that position and so they go... But as, as the person who is asked to leave or is offered redundancy, you have to remember that the organisation is not talking about you or your performance or how valuable you are. They have made a decision about the position and the, the relevance or the need for that position or, or the affordability of that position. And that's something that you need to get into your head when you are offered redundancy. And remember that, in general, we are offered redundancy. I know in some cases people are just told, you're going. Yeah. And the wording is, you are redundant. But what they really mean is the position is redundant. The other thing that, that came to mind was how long, you know, when, when you see an organisation that is going through change or, or struggling, and we talked about this in a recent case study, those people in that case study knew for some time that change was coming and that redundancy might be a possibility. And it isn't... A, 
something that we need to take on board that we need to prepare ourselves for you know in, in the in the current economic climate if we are sensible managers and performers of our our functions our duties then we should always be looking at the viability of organizations not just close our eyes put the blinkers on and say well I'm here I'll do this job and what happens happens you know be responsible for yourself by looking around and seeing what might be happening and being realistic about how that will affect you and preparing yourself. So it's how long do you know beforehand and prepare yourself. It Also, I find in my experience that too many people think of themselves as the job that they perform. And you are more than that. And you have more to offer than just the job you are doing at the moment. And I think this case study shows that I was pleased to hear that he moved to a different industry because that shows that he wasn't just the job, that there were skills there. And I think you have to start thinking about the skills you've got or the skills that you would like to use that aren't being utilised in your current position and remembering that the job, the job title, is not who you are. That's not you. And and this is a, an issue that we see when people retire is that they... They have all these plans about what they're going to do when they retire. They do them in the first couple of years and then they don't know who they are because they haven't got a title. They haven't got something to hang themselves with that they've done for the last 40 or 50 years. Actually, it's a really good point that you make about the role, not the person. That mm. will help people. Even though we know it, we mm. sometimes don't focus on it and we don't absorb it to say, no, it's not It's not me <laughs> and it is the position. And also, I think now we've got so many more redundancies happening in the last few years and it just keeps growing. It is kind of, sadly, a way of life. As you said, it's a business um, evolution. It's a business decision. If we take the retail industry at the moment, every day you hear another group is closing down or reducing number of retail outlets. So, as you said, Kim, it's knowing and thinking for yourself about that possibility and preparing yourself mentally and financially, I guess. Preparing is not about going out and having the CV ready and looking at what other opportunities there might be there. It's about you accepting that it might happen and understanding what your plan will be if it does happen. So it might be that that you've decided that if it does happen, well, I'd like to have two or three months off so I could just reassess what I really want to do and so start putting things in place that will allow you to do that regardless of when it happens and if it doesn't happen well you know it's a plan that you've got that you can just keep there in case you need to use it but I think it's always good for you to be managing yourself as well as you manage the work that you perform. The other question I have is that you know this this person has gone through a couple of of redundancy so it's going to look like long period of time I'm talking about on the CV long period of time yes. break short period of time break something else so we, we talked some time back about the the relevance of breaks in work experience on a CV and how that is perceived by organizations I think that once again it's up to you and how you sell it how you present that on your CV and how you talk about it in your application and in your interview and, and in your interaction with an organisation. 
Yes. For example, if you look at this case study, when a person had already got a job for a very short period of time and went back to organisation, if the person is asking them, so what happened since you left here? You can put that in a very positive way, but tell the truth. Mm. Or you can say, oh, I've been having such bad luck, I've been made redundant again. Again, to your point, Kim, how you present yeah. it, it's, it can be the true, obviously the truth, but it, it, it has to, to show that the positiveness of what you gained since. You had the opportunity to work somewhere else, you've got new skills, you've proven that you could hit, you know, you adapt and that you get your performance, had good reference from the second organisation, etc. And that is the focus rather than, oh, poor me. It's about, I think, when you, when you are in that position, it's about talking about the things that you took out of each of those opportunities and talk about them as opportunities, not as jobs or positions or work that you did, yes. but they're opportunities for you to show your skills in this area and on the other hand, I learnt these skills while I was there. So I was really pleased that I had that opportunity to be in that organisation for the period of time that was allowed. You know, so it, it's just the, the the perspective that you put on those activities that allows you to think about it in those terms as well. And that's a better way for you to be thinking about it than, oh, you know, I did all this work, I, I was going so well, and then this happened. Don't be the victim, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Is is There's lots of things that happen to us, but it's how we react to them and how we manage them and how we take them on as a responsibility that will indicate your value and your worth because any employer who is looking at you knows what the position is in their organisation. They know what you're going to have to come up against. And so they've already got some information in their head that, that they're trying to hear how you would match up with that information. I think we've probably covered that enough. Redundancy is unpleasant. It is uh, something that we've been through ourselves. I've certainly been through a couple of times. And it is difficult. But if you've got a plan, at least you've got a fallback position. Even though you'll, you'll feel personally hurt by what happens if there's a plan it gives you something to move on to to move forward with and that's just me I always like a list got to have a list for everything (laughs) so I I have my 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 post-redundancy list if ever I need it (laughs) might be a good a good thing to say if anybody got any redundancy stories they like to share with some tips about how they got from A to B with with the rest of the listeners, that would be great. Please send them on. Please send them to us and we'll include them in the post about this particular topic. But for now, I'm Kim Bailey, she's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. <laughs>